Hey everybody, it's Chris Marshall of the Payne Street Team, brought to you by Payne Auto Group Valleywide and PayneAutoGroup.com, where we have what you want, low get to get as regardless. And it's time for another edition of Payne Auto Talk. And today on Payne Auto Talk, we have the lovely Mrs. Melissa Micklick here, and she is with the Texas International Fishing Tournament. How you doing, ma'am? I'm doing great, Chris. How are you? I'm doing all right. I, I didn't check the barometer today, so I don't know what the conditions are like out there, but I know some folks are out there uh, probably on the bay or out there offshore doing their thing. Hey, and if they are, it's a great place to be. I know. It, better than being a landlubbered, <laughs> sweating our butts off. So, uh, welcome to Paint Auto Talk. It's good to have you here. And we get to talk about something that uh, I I personally uh, never was in, uh, I never entered the Tift, but I do have a picture online of me catch, you know, with the biggest catch I ever had, wearing a Tift shirt. So Hey, that counts. I, I wish it did. I'll, I will say that uh, that sand trout was mighty tasty. Mom, <laughs> I love you, Mom. You did a good job on the battering that thing, and it made my dad very mad because uh, I don't think he caught anything. That, well, no, he caught some hardheads and a couple of rays, and my Uncle Tommy caught a red that weekend. Nice. <laughs> uh, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, it was just us out on a fishing trip. But uh, you're with Tift, and uh, tell us, uh, for those that don't know what it is, you know, when, when you're in South Texas and people say, the Tift, you know, everybody kind of goes, well, when is it? And we going? You going? You entering? You going? So uh, tell us about the Tift. Well, Tift is the Texas International Fishing Tournament, and it's a good time. If you're a, an angler in anywhere, not just South Texas, but here, if you're an angler and uh, like to get out on the water, we've got uh, five days of all kinds of fun down at South Padre Island. Um, we're celebrating the 82nd TIFF tournament. Wow, that's how long it's been going on? 82 years. So I think uh, they're doing something right. 1939, 1940, somewhere around there? Somewhere around there. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's wow. it's um, a long-standing tradition in our fishing community. It has to be. I, I was about to say that's about four generations of folks dang near right there and you know it's really neat i've been involved in tift myself about 25 years now and uh my children haven't missed one in fact we're this will be the first year my daughter's going to grad school that we won't have a family photo of us in front of the tift sign so she's doing everything she can to fly home on friday night oh. so we can take our our family <laughs> picture in front of the uh, 82nd annual texas international fishing tournament sign over at the dock at south point marina wow so that's yeah working hard to not be photoshopped in <laughs> yeah and and you know you mentioned four generations and we really do have families who fish this tournament as long as it's been around, generation after generation. And it's a very, very um, family-oriented event where you see people come in and, you know, my granddad fished or, you know, my dad and mom, brothers and sisters, aunts and uncles. And it's really cool to to hear those stories of um, people talking about not just the actual fishing but the time that they had, those five days they spent together down on South Padre Island, it's really, really neat. And it's a it's a great t- tradition that we hold at South Padre Island, but it's also a great family tradition for families that are not necessarily from South Texas, but come down to South Texas to celebrate that once a year. I was about to say the key word is international. 
So that's uh, folks from all over the uh, Compass Rose coming from not just around the country, but right here, you know, I mean, I know some folks probably come up fishing from Mexico, but how many people actually come from outside the continental United States from around the world? Hard to tell? Yeah, it's really hard to tell. Um, But we do have approximately 1,200 plus anglers registered every year. Wow. Anywhere from, and you're going to think this is kind of funny, but it's true, newborns, Mm -hmm. newborns. So we might have some, and, and this goes back to, how important the the family component of this event is um you know you're you're going to register your one year your one day old baby because you want them registered and part of that tournament early on um and and it's a big deal it happens and we see people bringing out their littles to get their trophy or their medal um, to show that they've been a part of that tournament and you start building those traditions right then with those kids. So it's really neat. And, and it's the same traditions that those young families had when they were young with their family. And it just seeing it year to year continue on is really, really special. And, you know, and, and we're talking about the tournament in 82nd year and, and the continuity of the tournament. We hadn't even talked about fishing yet. And, I know. And it's still, you know, it's we're, we're really on the family piece of it. And it's really, really cool to see and be a part of. Well, five days, that's, that's a quantity of time. And with the event, that's a quality of time. Well, and- yeah. And so we start the event on a Wednesday where we have our registration starting at the convention center on a Wednesday. Carry that to Thursday as well. Friday, um, we have a fishing Friday and Saturday and the awards on Sunday. We do have a a play day on on Thursday for the kids in the morning at the convention center. So we've got events going on um, every day. And for those folks coming in from out of town, you know, it's a it's a family vacation. Yeah, it's it's five days. You've really got stuff. You've really got stuff happening. Yeah, I remember going down with my folks to a weigh in. And, yeah. and that was something else because the boats pulling up, I didn't know if it it was a fishing tournament or a college parade and, and yeah. just umpteen people getting off the boat. By the way, that's a Texas number umpteen. And I'm sitting there going, how many people are on that boat? And dad's like, I don't know. And, uh, it, it was something else. Well, and, and weigh in is a thing to be at because we start our weigh ins on Friday and Saturday with the Bay Division and um, a big part of the Bay Division as well is our junior anglers and you see that three-year-old walking up with their little stringer of piggy perch and hardheads and you know it's pretty special when they're you know they come in with with mom and dad and older brothers and sisters who might be holding a, a bigger fish but you know it's really neat, and I've I've had the the privilege of being on the dock for the last about seven years, and seeing those kids grow up. And I remember some of them coming in with with that stringer of piggy perch, and you know see them coming in with that big redfish and that mm. big trout that they're weighing in, or they brought in a flounder, they brought in all three. Pretty cool, pretty cool to see. Um, and then of course you've got the grown ups as well coming in um, in the bay division. And then um, at 
the end of Friday and Saturday, we have our offshore division weigh-ins, oh, yeah. and those are the big boats. Mm-hmm. And those things come in, and you can see them, you know, coming down that that channel out there, and they've got their flags flying. Oh yeah! And you know, everybody's out there looking out to see what 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 are they flying? What are they flying? And so our stands are are full of folks waiting for those boats to come in, so they can see if that marlin's going to be hanging up on on that scale um, or that big tuna mm. or s- how many sailfish are they bringing in? So it's, it's pretty neat um, to see that. And, you know, I, being on the dock, I get to, my, my, my job is I got that, that uh, can of shaving cream. So mm. I'm waiting for somebody to scream out 467 pounds. And so I get to put that 467 on that big blue hanging up there or mm. something, you know, that's pretty cool. Um, so we've got, we've got that, happening as well so you're hearing about the things that the anglers are doing you know they're mm-hmm. out there fishing they're coming in they're going to weigh in but there's also participation for those spectators who can come out and support the tournament we've got um, merchandise for sale mm-hmm. um, at uh, the weigh-in you can sit we've got we've got some chairs and um, a tent out there for people to sit under and and watch people coming in. You can take pictures and things like that of those big fish, whether you have a family member or a friend participating, or you just want to come out and hang out and see what's happening in uh, South Point Marina. I was about to say it's I've 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 been to the weigh-in once or twice, but you know, I think I think my folks and I I think we went fishing once during the tournament. I said it's really busy, and Mom's like the tift is going on, son. I mean, we're out in the bay, and it's just bay boats just zooming around, man. I mean, it felt like a traffic jam sometimes, but, uh, you know, we'd be going along, and Dad's like, I think I'm going to follow that boat. Mom's like, no, you're going to make them mad. They're they're going under their secret fishing hole. Leave them alone. But uh, what is it um, to to enter? I mean, you just uh, sign up online. You can sign up online in person, all that kind of jazz. You can. We do have registration available online and uh, tift.org. Okay. And, in fact, all of our registration now is online. Excellent. And you come in and you pick up your goodie bag. And if you're fishing offshore, you pick up your item of the day. Come in and see us. We have a a big bucket auction that happens. And so we've got some really cool items that are donated by various of the supporters of Tift. Um, and we sell tickets for that, and then we have the drawing on Sunday. So that's pretty cool. And you get to kind of, you know, we've got bars around the convention center. You can come out and have a cocktail with your friends, and you see oftentimes <laughs> a lot of people that maybe you haven't seen all year, and you're going to yeah. run into them. Um, so it's a family affair. It's also friends. Well, uh, what's the old saying? Uh, uh, be sure to say hello to a stranger because a stranger is a friend you haven't met yet. Exactly. And I I can imagine that people have made quite a few friendships uh, throughout the years. Maybe some people that fell in love met at the Tift. (laughs) And, you know, going back to what you talked about earlier, all the boats, you know, and the kids. How many kids have been born on a boat at Tift? Come on, that's got to be like a sign. You know, I mean, (laughs) we ought to add that as part of our questions. That'd be that'd be, cool. that'd be a cool photo that'd be, op. That'd be pretty cool to know. How many, right. how many kids were born born on a boat at Tift? <laughs> or, or you know, maybe after Tift, there's like a baby boom. 
who knows? I'm just I'm just spitballing. I'm just spitballing. But uh, with uh, with Tift, of course, online, y'all have your registration on there, and to be a part of it as an angler, of course, and also, but people can volunteer too, like to be a part of the process. Absolutely, and in that same Tift.org. To get involved in TIFT, if you'd like to participate and be a volunteer, there's also a spot uh, on our website to sign up to to volunteer. With five days of events, as you can imagine, it takes a village. I was about to say. It takes a village, and we're all volunteers. Um, as you're sitting in my office today, you know that TIFT, oh, yeah. is, Tift is something I volunteer for um, because it's it, – it's something near and dear to my heart. So I've got a day job as do, <laughs> as do all of our uh, fellow executive board members, advisory board members and volunteers. So we, we all do this on a volunteer basis. So as many people as we can um, to help put it together, we sure do appreciate it. So tiff.org. Let's talk a little bit too about, um, you know, we're talking about family and the fishing tournament and our community. So Tift is, um, something that you participate in, but we also give back and we're talking about the next generation and, and how many generations participate in this tournament. Tift awards scholarships, um, every year and to folks who've participated in the tournament, um, as well as volunteered in the tournament, which is something we look for, um, we want those. We want to see those kids continue to participate in the tournament, and also continue their education and come back, mm-hmm. come back to to the tournament and participate long term after they've been out of school and have big, big boy and big girl jobs. <laughs> yeah, like I was do. about to say. Um, and you know, have them be advisory board members and you know keep it going. I hear that. Keep it that. going. Um, so we've got this. We've got this five-day event. We start on Wednesday on the 3rd. Okay. We've got our on-site registration. And so, like I said, TIFF.org, everything is done online. If you have, if you don't have access to your computer, mm-hmm. um, you can come into the convention center, and we'll have some computers set up where you can do it online. Awesome. You know, bring your plastic. <laughs> so we start with, with uh, on-site registration on a Wednesday. Um, and like I said, you can, you know, we've got some computers set up over there. You pick up your mm-hmm. goodie bags. You want to come and see me at the, uh, bucket table. Cause oh, yeah. we'll, we've got some bucket tickets. We'll also be doing a raffle. Oh, um, yeah. we've raffled off a designer bag. Oh um, my goodness. And more details on that online Ooh. shortly. Um, then we've got play day. This one's really, really fun. So if you've got some littles Mm -hmm. and, uh, you want to bring them out to the convention center on Thursday, we've got uh, a play day for them. Um, a lot of activities. We have some food, um, really, really fun things for, for the littles to come out and participate in the tournament in their own way. Awesome. Um, and then Thursday evening or registration continues throughout the day on Thursday with a captain's meeting on, on Thursday early evening. I want to make sure to get out there, get all the rules, make sure you know what's happening after you register. Um, and then Friday and Saturday, we've got two full days of fishing. We start, we start early and, uh, registration 
in the afternoon, both days at the dock. And like I said, we've got uh, merchandise available for sale at the dock as well. Of course, it's going to be, we've got really cool merch. So if you, you know, when we were talking before this earlier, mm-hmm. you mentioned having a picture and you're wearing yeah. a TIFF shirt. Yeah, I was wearing a well, TIFF shirt. Um, those TIFF shirts are really, really neat. We've got great artwork every year, um, and this year definitely is uh, no exception. So we're going to have some great merchandise available starting on Wednesday at the convention center and uh, also on the dock. Um, and then Sunday. After That's every, the big day. Yeah, Sunday after everybody comes in with their big fish and you get your really cool pictures with everybody and you get to stand with our Tift hostess at the at the dock and get your picture with the uh, your ceremonial Tift picture with the 82nd annual sign behind you. And um, you come in on Sunday in kind of anticipation. You sit and wait. Um and if you haven't ever been doing a Tift award ceremony, the coolest part is there's so many people at the beginning because all of the littles that participate. Well, you said 1,500 anglers and 500 boats on average. That's that's big. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge tournament. Those are those are some of the numbers that we're showing online. Yeah, um, it's 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 a big time, and so mm-hmm. each of those anglers has a family. Mm-hmm. They have friends, especially if you've brought in some big fish and you're looking mm-hmm. for some hardware on oh, Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna bring your entourage with you. Oh yeah. Um, so we'll we'll have some people at at that award ceremony, but it starts with all of the littles who receive um, a trophy or a medal for t- for participation. And I know my kids. You know, my youngest is 22 now, and they have. He's got 22 years of, of hardware from, from Tift. Awesome. Um, you know, in, in some way, sort, shape, or form, obviously, when when you get to be um, up to the 12-year-old, you get participation, and then up to 13 and over, you start playing with the big boys. Mm-hmm. Big boys and girls, yeah, excuse me. big boys and big girls. Hey, yeah, this. Yeah, because we have a, we have a, lot, of, a, a lot of female anglers who are up there with, with trophies and things as well. Um, but watching those kids go up to the stage and get their medal, um, or their trophy is really special and having those, those little babies that you're holding and going up there with mom and dad to set that very, very first tradition. And you know, when you, when you see those families go up there with, with their, with their babies, with their toddlers, that they're, they're beginning their family tradition and TIFF's a part of it. So that's pretty special for those of us um, involved in TIFF. Yeah, I was about to say that's a, a family that fishes together, fishes the TIFF together. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. So we conclude we conclude the five days on Sunday at the, at the uh, South Padre Island Convention Center with that uh, awards ceremony. Um, and, you know, we've got uh, our Bay Division. Mm-hmm. And we have our offshore division. Yeah. We've got fly fishermen out there. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, um, I had a relative that sit there and says, oh, yeah, they're starting to do fly. This is years ago. Yeah, they're doing fly fishing in salt. And I went, really? I thought that was only for freshwater, you know. <laughs> a river done run through it or whatever that movie is called, you know, all that kind of jazz. <laughs> and, uh, we absolutely have fly fishing, and, and that division continues to grow. Um, every year. And they're out there on kayaks and 
skiffs and whatnot doing Absolutely. their thing. Absolutely. Man, yeah. I tell you what. Wow, out there wading. Now, folks are fishing. You have to be on a boat, or can you fish the surf side? I mean, you can fish off of a dock or a mm-hmm. pier. Okay. Or on a boat if you're in you. the in the bay division. Okay. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, I noticed on the website as I skimmed through it that state and federal laws must be abided absolutely. by. Absolutely. That's right. Absolutely. No drifting jug lines and all that kind of jazz. No, got to no. have a registered boat. It's got to be legal and everything. Fishing yeah, license. You have to be, absolutely. You have to be a, you have to have an, an active license where required. All of the weigh-ins are uh, based on, in, in the Bay Division, you must comply with um, the state regulations and bag limits. Um, and so it's check on artif.org for the most recent set of rules. Awesome. And uh, again, most importantly, the captain's meeting on Thursday night. Oh, yeah, night. I was about to say. Mm. The captain's meeting. You don't want to um, miss out on a technicality because you didn't read the fine yeah. print or or didn't attend the captain's meeting. I was about to say, yeah, gotta got to follow the rules, folks. And uh, when now... Being a fisherman, uh, a an angler, excuse me, uh, in the uh, actual tourney, and then we have volunteers, and I believe you got to be 16 years or older to be a volunteer, correct? According, according to the website, but also, you know, it, you said it takes a village, of course, to do, you know, with the board. I mean, you got a lot of folks on there, and I believe your position is secretary, and I saw some familiar faces on there uh, along with the board. I believe the. Uh, the, the attorney director is Christy Collier. Hey, Christy, we'll shout out to you. Welcome home, RGV. And uh, other yeah, fine Christy's, folks. Christy's a childhood friend of mine. And um, I had the privilege of taking Christy fishing for the first time several years ago. Um, and I've got some pictures that I posted. And we actually had that one year in, or the six year, seven year anniversary reminder of that day that you get on social media. Here's your memory of this oh, yeah. that happened six years ago. And it's Christy holding up a snook that she caught in an undisclosed location on the bay. <laughs> on Topwater, her first bay fishing trip ever. It was pretty cool. I was about to say. And I was there. And I was there. So now y'all are in competition. So who catches the bigger fish? Like, y'all have to have some sort of running bet. Come on. Childhood friends, y'all are fit. Come on. You know, I don't think she's been fishing since or hadn't really tried, but that's all right. I know she's busy, but Christy, you got to get back out in the salt. Hey, I'm ready, man. I'm ready to take her out on the water when she's ready to go. The gauntlet has been thrown. (laughs) (laughs) But we do have, um, our, our president is Art Delgado. Okay. And, um... Vice President Clee Ford, mm-hmm. our treasurer's Carrie Lee Buchan, mm-hmm. who uh, I'm going to throw a shout out to Carrie Lee because she's actually been the Women's Bay Division champion for a few years. Oh. Um, so Carrie is one heck of an angler. And she knows all of them uh, undisclosed locations. Absolutely. <laughs> There's a hole in the bottom of the sea and, and there is uh, where she she catches the winners out there. Absolutely. Oh, oh man. Uh, so uh, it takes the village there to make it happen. But also it does take, and I do understand this, sponsors. It takes sponsors. And I believe you all have a, a sponsor packet online. We do. And I happen to be the marketing chair as well for the board. Um, so you can reach out to us 
to participate in the tournament, we do have a June 30th deadline. So we're up, we're up against the clock. Yeah, I'm going to get this one out as soon as possible. And y'all are coming. It's coming up in August. We're 50-something days or 50 days out at this time as we talk. 50 days out. Oh, man. Yeah, August 3rd is when we start. August 7th oh is August 7th is our award ceremony fishing uh, 5th and 6th. So, um June 30th is is our cutoff and we've got our corporate advertising program um and opportunities are online um at again, tiff.org. Um and you can participate in several different ways. We've got sponsorships advertising packages we've got boat sponsorship levels if you have a boat and you want to register um, your boat as a boat level sponsor Mm -hmm. those sponsorship levels include fishing registrations shirts uh, tickets to our vip cocktail parties commemorative tift items there are several things that you get as a boat level sponsor you can also um, advertise as just an advertising sponsor. I got you. If you haven't seen um, our program book that is handed out as part of the goodie bag at registration, that is really neat. Um, a lot of our sponsors use that as an opportunity to showcase their families or their catch from the year before in connection with. Um, promoting their business so you'll see that in there it's almost kind of a a keepsake book if you will that's like a yearbook you know? yeah kind of like your pretty, annual it's pretty neat and then of course we have our regular advertising opportunities mm-hmm. ranging anywhere from two thousand dollar flounder level all the way up to twenty thousand dollar blue marlin level wow. um and those come with various levels of exposure i got you for the advertiser sponsor along with registrations hats tift commemorative items and things like that um and you know everyone that can help we're we're asking to hit us up at tift.tift.org um also want to take a second to mention some of our current committed sponsors awesome um you know we couldn't do this tournament without the city of south potter island i was about to say you know, that a lot of real estate down there yeah the city of south potter island is a huge supporter of the tiff tournament um financially and otherwise oh yeah i mean that's their backyard and why not support what is right in your backyard absolutely uh sea ranch marinas they, they're they're a big a big supporter as well. Um, we've got uh, several others that I can list: David Gower, Keller Williams Realty, Land Title Texas, yeah. Hydration Nine One One, Goldman Services, State Farm, Mark Brown, Elite Diesel, First National Bank of Anson, Bobby and Robin Ferris, Shallow Sport of South Texas, Frost Bank. Venatura Excursions, McAfee Agency, Corporate Solutions, the Cullen Family. Of course, let's not forget Payne Auto Group. Thank oh, you all yeah. very much. Oh, yeah. Alan, I, think, I think I know where Austin will be <laughs> in August. Alan Jenkins, Texas Regional Bank, Stargle Boats, Terry Ray Construction, Capital Farm Credit, um, 
Ace Hardware, Louis Backyard, Tequila Sunset, Port Isabel Economic Development Corporation, the City of Port Isabel, Fox Yacht Sales, Surf's Up, and the Sportsman. Those are some of our um, sponsors, advertisers, um, boat sponsors that we have today. There's still time to get on that list. Don't be left off. So get on TIFF.org um, and let us know uh, if you'd like to participate and we can we can hook you up that's right get out there and get after it whether you got a cane pole or an old zebco pop rod or something get out there and get after it hey the barbie rod oh yeah the I'm, barbie and the snoopy rods you don't remember those oh yeah I, I, my kids i think we had uh yeah little uh, so tinkerbell ones yeah look at that little picture over there you oh, see those my kids oh yeah that was the 67th annual tiff tournament you see that flounder there yes i do that's that bad boy up there they don't get oh. that big yeah i was about to see yeah that's a first place trophy right Dang. there so anyway you see the kids i bet i bet trey trey was gosh maybe four in that picture wow he probably caught that that stringer of piggy perch with his snoopy rod yeah, um, I've. I think the reel's done. But, but you see how proud he is in that picture. Oh yeah, that Big little smiles. That little kid on the right. Yep. Well, not so little anymore, huh? No, no, he's he's not so little anymore. But that is. That is but he's fish. still he's still fishing that tournament, and his stringers are a little bigger now. <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah, his stringers are a little bigger now, and Megan, Megan fishes a lot as well, and you know, and just personally, we're we're pretty proud of. We're pretty proud of being part of that tournament. Yeah, that's definitely a family affair. I'll tell you what, it uh, looks like a good time. I never got the, I never, we never, my family never did it. I wish we would have, but, uh, you know, it's never too late. It's never too late to start. I'll see if uh, Austin has an extra spot on the crazy fish on his boat. So. I can't wait to see Austin out there. Yeah. I hope to see him at the weigh-in with some big fish. Yeah, the pressure's on, boss man. <laughs> got to bring, got to bring home the, got to bring home dinner. And that's one thing, you know. Th- this is, you know, fishing is a sport, but it's also, it's a way to procure food from well. from since the dawn of man. You know, it's like I don't know. Y'all have to use rods. You can't go out there with a bamboo spear. No, right? okay. no. All right, all you, all you cavemen out there, you know, put the loincloth away. <laughs> and remember, like my dad says, it's called fishing, not catching. Yeah, that's right. I do, uh, I do remember uh, fishing with a family friend, Jack, and uh, we were out on uh, his bay boat, me and Dad and him, and he had uh, his bait bucket tied to him, and that old spring on the release let go, and I looked over and I'm there with my little Zebco pop rod. Well, actually, it was a Zebco reel, and I've got the I've got the Browning rod back at home, and uh, I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden I see Jack, he's waving, and I'm like, what's going on? And also, I just see the water popping around him. Well, all the dang shrimp got out of his big bucket. And he says, man, I should have just brought a net. And he, was so, <laughs> he was waving at me. He's like, give me a net, you know. And uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. But uh, good times, good times. I was, I was about to say, I when you talked about Tiff shirts, and I mentioned, yep, this is not during the Tiff, but yep, that's little old me with my Zebco, my browning rod, and that trout there. So, yeah, I was wearing a Tiff shirt. <laughs> That is so awesome. And look, your little popping cork on there. I yep. love it. That, oh, yeah. That's a good fish. I know. And uh, there's that boat there. That was an aluminum. It was a 72 Starcraft cabin cruiser with an inboard Mercruiser. Hey, that's. So 
That's shot. where dreams are made right there. I know, man. I was. It took every bit of me to hold that thing up. I was sitting there, was like, and mom says, I got the picture. I was like, oh, thank God. It was so heavy. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I mean, Dad, he, what did he do? He says, Dad goes, we're going into Kmart. I'm going to get me a new, you know, rig. I'm going, ooh. You know, this is in the 80s, you know. And Dad goes, I spent $55 on a rod and reel. And Mom's like, ooh, big spender there, King Midas. And Mom, she always says, I got my Shakespeare's, you know. And she, she I still got those rods at home. And uh, those rods and reels. And uh, Dad's out there just catching hard heads and, and rays all day. He was so mad. And there's me and... Uh, me and my Uncle Tommy. Tommy got the red, and I got the trout. Mom was so proud. I think she got a flounder that day. I have to ask Tommy next time I talk to him. But it was uh, some of the some of the best times. Some of the best times. I'm going down there to Roy City, and was it Sanchez going down there and getting bait and whatnot? We'd fuel up there and launch from there and go out. It's a good time. So, is there a designated place where people launch from, or as long as they're on like the bay boats, because they can't be out overnight. They got to be in by. Was it sunset, right? Correct. Is it? Is it well, just no. After you, dark? it's it's after weigh-in. So the bay boats, the bay boats, you can start fishing at six thirty a.m. Okay. Um, and there's if you go on again tiff.org, mm-hmm. it'll give you your specific uh, set of rules. But the bay boats do have to be do have to be back in. And so since you're you're going to go into your weigh-in, mm-hmm. um, our bay weigh-in is typically over at five p.m. Okay. Um, again, let's confirm that on tiff.org no for joke. this this particular year's. Um, well, that explains the traffic jam times. at the end of the day. I remember that being out with the folks. I'm like, "Where's everybody going? They're going to the way in. They gotta they gotta get back." Exactly, the exactly. Boats. Our offshore boards do stay out. Yeah, um, not all of them because if you if you've got a if you've got a good fish and and you want to bring it in and weigh it mm-hmm. in, they're gonna they're gonna make that they're gonna make that drive coming in. Yeah, and uh, I was telling you before. Uh, I was in the army, and Dad, Dad's like, "I fished the tift," and he goes, "I caught a shark," and I was on the board, and I'm like, "Whoa!" And he goes, "I sent you a picture," you know, and I'm thinking of my dad, you know, catching this, you know, you know, jaws, and it shows Dad pointing at the board, and of course, all I see is Dad pointing at the board, and had a number up there. I didn't pay attention to the number, and I go into the envelope that the folks sent the letter to me in, and there's the picture of Dad holding the shark, and it's about the size of a small dog, you know, he's holding it in his hands, and I'm going. This is going to be the most ultimate fishing story. And people, Dad, I caught a shark at the Tift. I'm like, tell him how big it was, Dad. That's not important. What's important is I caught a shark. And I was on the board. He was so proud of that. He, he loved it. And each, each time he goes, well, you know, I fished the Tift, and I was on the board. And you could hear my mother's eyes just rolled. Oh, for God's sakes, Jim, the thing was two foot long or whatever it was. <laughs> it's like, relax, you know. <laughs> he, was, he was so proud. God almighty. Good, Good memories. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. We uh we had a few out there in that old boat, and uh, I'll tell you what. So you, do y'all do the dock? Y'all do the boat? Well, I mean you're on the board. Yeah. yeah. So I actually have not fished the tournament. This will be my seventh year that I've set out because I've I've um, been on the executive board. This will be my seventh year. So I I've set out and. Um, I um, I help I volunteer yeah. at the dock, which you know I'm getting older. So well, it's how's your it's withdrawal? Well, how's the withdrawal? You know, fortunately, <laughs> I'm able to be on the water most weekends before and after the yeah. TIFF tournament, so it's all right. Got to scratch and, that itch. And yeah. and you know it 
the anxiety for me because it's it's so competitive and and uh, my son uh my youngest son Trey actually has fished with the same partner Captain Rudy Garza so big shout out to Captain Rudy um they fished together since Trey was 10 wow and uh so they they're fishing together again this year and uh, you know Trey Trey does well he can hold his own so uh so he'll be out there, but I, I actually don't. I don't I don't fish anymore. I'm wondering maybe if, you know, if I retire from the executive committee at some point, if I'm going to get back on the water. I don't know. Like I said, I'm too old. No. Even though that's, you know, that's age is, a, age is just a number. Yes, ma'am. I, I use that as an excuse because I like sitting under the shade of the tent at the dock <laughs> and enjoying being a spectator. It's really kind of cool because I can still participate and, and I got you. have the thrill of watching all those folks come in that had a great day and just being able to listen to their stories. and Oh, yeah. That's that's pretty neat. You know, when, and being at the dock, um, we have our Tift hostess this year. Mm-hmm who uh, also receives a, a scholarship. Um, she'll be receiving the uh, Mike Baldry Memorial Scholarship, um, Caroline Miller. She's the daughter of James and Becky Miller of Harlingen, so she'll be out on the dock watching folks come in. Um, she's also volunteering at the dock and has been a past volunteer for, for many TIFFs before and participated as well. Um, so you'll be able to bring your catch in and take a picture with her. Awesome. So another long memory uh, long lasting memory to have um of in front of the 82nd annual commemorative sign i'll tell you what a an, an organization a tournament going on this long it that kind of longevity that it is something special well and you know the times change so we try to keep the tournament fun mm-hmm. um also interesting and keep up with the, with the times and we've got some really cool things happening um this year we're the tift tournament is part of the sport fishing championship which is an offshore series of 11 tournaments wow and the offshore winner is going to be awarded at tift oh wow yeah that's a pretty big deal that's big um so sporting championship sport fishing championship.com um, and you can see all the different tournaments, the tournament schedules and things. So that's something to look out for, um, that Tift is a part of and part of keeping up, you know, keeping with the times and, um, expanding that reach I say. because, uh, the more folks that we can have participate in the Tift tournament, we're able to ensure the continuity of the tournament, um, and the participation in the community. Now, Texas International Fishing Tournament, that, you know, being on the board, and I understand it's a passion, and now we've, we've talked to the board member, and we've mentioned our board members and sponsors and what's going on, and it's at tift, T-I-F-T, dot org. And now we're going to go into the, the person behind the board, uh, being the board member. You're, you're from South Texas? I am. All I'm right. a McAllen girl, born and raised. Oh. So. Been here all my life. And what what started you on the salt? My dad um, worked for John Womendorf on Womendorf Sporting Goods down in McAllen when I was little. And uh, thanks to Mr. Womendorf and his generosity, when when I was a little bitty 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 
as my dad says. <laughs> Mr. Womendorf took us out on the boat with him, and it kind of stuck. Sounds like it. <laughs> it kind of stuck. And I have a lot of memories in, in junior high. I remember late elementary school, junior high. My friends were all playing on the sand in the beach, and I had to go with my dad on the boat. And, you know, I remember staying at the old sea ranch. Mm-hmm. Remember those little kitchenettes out there? I the, believe so. And um, I remember just pushing back and, gosh, I didn't want to be there. I wanted to be out with my friends and, you know, and instead I was out on the boat with mom and dad and my little brother. And like you said, I remember that aluminum boat and catching mm-hmm. whiting and sand trout. And and on good days we could go on the big boat yeah, and uh, and catch some redfish and trout. And if we were real lucky, some flounder. Um, but I love the water and, and I've been blessed that... Um, my children and my husband love the water. Um, so we, we, we spend a lot of time as much as we can Mm -hmm. out on the water, Mm -hmm. um, enjoying, um, that salt water breeze. Yeah. That's that. I see those salt life stickers and every time I see like a salt life, I just sit there and I, I can, I can smell it. You know, it has that smell, the smell of the foam. There's nothing better. Yep. There's nothing better. There's nothing better than sitting out there and, you know, having something tug at your line. Oh yeah, it it stir it stirs the heart, the mind, and the soul. Yeah, and then everybody goes bananas. <laughs> you know, and 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 some folks just don't understand it. Oh, it's so hot out there, and it's so yeah, it is. But <laughs> wear a hat. Yeah, <laughs> Take exactly. Cold to drink. Wear your sunscreen. Wear long sleeves. Absolutely, wear your sunscreen. Wear long sleeves. Stay covered up for sure. Um, I know you look like a desert Bedouin out there sometimes, just covered head to toe. It's worth it. Absolutely is. It absolutely is. Yeah, look, it's. I'll I'll tell you this. You know, I I wear corrective lenses. I wear glasses and and contacts. And a buddy of mine, he had some of those Costa glasses. Man, I put those on. That's like HD, man. I'm sitting. Oh there, yeah. I'm sitting there going. I said, now I get it. Now, now I know why these rank these ang- wranglers, these anglers wearing these costas, man. These are awesome. I mean, the, well, the you, you got to see the fish. Yeah, oh yeah. You want to you want you want to have your polarized glasses on so you can look in that water mm-hmm. and see those fish, you know, swimming towards you or swimming in front of you, so you know where to where to cast your rod. Yeah. yeah. Last time I went fishing, uh, was a buddy of ours a few years back, and. That tug on that line, I remember. I mean, he had some fancy rod. I mean, I remember the rods, you know, mom and dad had back in the day that still got. They're big. And now these rods are real thin. They're and, thin and, and they, they're light. They bend like a reed in the wind. Absolutely. I'm just sitting there going, wow. And he's got this little old bitty thing. And all of a sudden that line just started running. And you hear that bzzz. Oh, yeah. And that's your redfish. Oh, well, this wasn't a redfish. The line kept running. And my buddy's laughing. I'm like, what are you laughing at? And all of a sudden I saw it you know, get near the top of the water. And I'm like, you know, what is that? And he goes, that's a Jack Creval. Jack Creval, yeah. Yeah, Creval. And those are fun to fight, too. That thing, it zoomed around. Uh And I'm going, how do I get this near the boat? And he just popped his beard and he's like, good luck. (laughs) And I got got the fish on the boat. And I said, he goes, this is a game fish. It's not an eating fish. And I was like, wow, this is, this is wild. And that thing, you know, it was flopping around, and all of a sudden the rod broke right there on the. I mean, we got the fish on board; it broke, and I just remember looking at him. I went, "I am so sorry." And he goes, "It happens." <laughs> but I tell you what, that I've I've caught flounder, and I've caught you know that trout and some other stuff. But man, that fish, 
that yeah, thing. those jacks are fun to fight because <sighs> they run. Mm-hmm. They run, they run, they run, and they'll take out, you know, I, I took a girlfriend fishing um, several months ago, and we can't confirm, Uh-oh. but we believe that she had a big jack um, mm. that ran out the line, and it just, like, disappeared. Um, but she fought it for a good 30 minutes. And, and the reason I say it, it, we think that's what it was, is because the next weekend, we went to that same spot, and my son Trey... Similar situation, um, but I think he tired this one out mm-hmm. a little quicker than than Brenda did, and was able to get it to the boat. And it was a big jack, but it did the same exact thing. He wow. was real close to almost running it out. So yeah, those are that's a that's a fun time. Oh man, I was freaking out. I, mean, I bet you got some pictures. Hopefully, um, I don't know if we did or not. I think he I think he took the picture with his phone. Me, I was just I was just so I felt so bad that the rod broke. I was just, and of course we you know we. We we put her back in the water there, but I tell you what, it just I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, it was an an odd shaped creature, and it moved <laughs> like that through the water. I mean, I, and I've seen the films and stuff of like you know mako sharks and barracudas and these predatory fish, you know, that just zoom around. And here's this thing, just I mean, it was like you know the Blue Angels underwater, just sitting there zipping around. I was like, what is this thing doing? <laughs> I mean, it'd run and it went on the boat and it'd go around. And I'm looking at my buddy. I'm like, what, what am I, you know, how do I do this? He's just sitting there, you know, <laughs> with his beer. Good luck, dude. He goes, I'll get the net because he goes, that thing's going to keep zipping around. And I was like, man, this sucks. <laughs> he goes, you got a fish. I was like, man, it's, it's, it's not easy. It's, it's, it's work. It's, it's real work. And I can only imagine those folks in the offshore boats. You know, what's interesting is think of, think of the story you're telling me now. And I, I know our listeners can't see your face, but I can. It's pretty special. Think of how many of those stories the, oh, yeah. the folks that participate in the TIFF tournament can 82 tell. 82 years, man. Yeah. Or, or your, your family. I mean, I mean, I know what it's like when you're a parent and all of a sudden your kid gets excited or, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, it, and it's horrible. Sometimes the kids start melting down and we're parents and we're trying to put on a brave face. But sometimes it's funny. <laughs> I mean, th- there has to be a time when you're out there fishing with your kids and they they just about got it to the boat. And all of a sudden the the hook, you know, is you think it's set and all of a sudden. And the, hey, that was this <laughs> weekend. That was this past weekend with my daughter, Megan. We needed that. 28 inch redfish and she lost two of them right at the boat she fought them for a good several minutes and those both were tournament fish and she lost them both at the boat and it's funny because when she says we we lost him at the boat oh oh, it wasn't me it was we it's like okay but hey i caught oh well that's okay you land them it's i you lose them it's It's we we. i got it Those are the kinds of rules that you make up with your family when you're out on the water. Yeah. <laughs> Dad Dad hooked into something. And I remember my mom got so excited. And and Dad lost that fish, and he was so mad. And <laughs> Mom goes, don't worry, Jim. We'll hold a candlelight vigil. <laughs> he stewed for a long time over that. Well, long, for, for him, that was like, you know, half an hour. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good stuff. Definitely good stuff. Yes, ma'am. So you're a McAllen girl. You grew up on the salt. You did all that. And also, there's uh, some animals here poking out the wall. Well, with with that mm-hmm. same uh, with that same tradition with my daddy when we were fishing, I also got to go hunting. I was about to say. Um, so the outdoors is, 
is um, something I really, really enjoy when I'm not sitting here closing real estate deals. <laughs> I hear that. And I was about to say, uh, that's a roadrunner, is it not? Yeah. So that's just Shepherd. some photography. Yeah. yeah. That's some photography. Um, you know, I like taking that camera out. I'm not really mad at a lot of the animals much anymore. So <laughs> I just, I shoot them with my camera. I gotcha. Oh, so you took that. Yeah. Was, I took all of these that are awesome. around. I was about to say, usually, you know, like a yeah. Valley Land Fund, they have their, you know, photo books and I stuff. I have some, I have some books uh-huh. back there. So you, you mentioned the Valley Land Fund. There was a, a gentleman that I knew, um, Mr. Bill Burns, and we lost Bill several years ago, but he um, turned me on to photography, nature photography, over 20 years ago, and uh, he was a big uh, supporter of the Valley Land Fund. I have some of his books right behind you down there. Awesome. You can't really see them. They're hidden on the bottom oh, of that gotcha. credenza, but, um, and so it. that's where I kind of started dabbling in taking those taking those pictures yeah mom always said like uh roadrunner is a sign of good luck i'm like all right if there's not a coyote chasing it i can see that yeah those little guys run around the ranch a lot so they're kind of fun yeah i, I mom caught a black drum that's what it was we were she was surf fishing it was so big i'd i'd never seen my mother cry over a fish it was so beautiful and my dad oh is this look, is this the loss well god look at that rod bend that was the beginning of the loss i didn't get the loss because i didn't know she was going to lose it i put i put down the phone because <laughs> i thought the water. i think i put down the phone because i thought i need to go get the net little did i know oh no yeah folks it's <laughs> It's a pretty good form. I was, I was about to say, and that rod is bent dang near 90 degrees. Great form. Just going Great after. form. Yeah. But, you know, you just never know. That's why it's called fishing and not catching. Yeah, no joke. In the words of my daddy, Juan Gonzalez. That's why it's called fishing, mijita, not catching. That's right. <laughs> my, uh, I've got a box somewhere at the house that had uh, my mom's grandparents had a place out in Boca Chica. Yeah. And... Uh, my aunt Kathy, she has the painting now. The, but uh, they had a house down there, and they had a jeep, and uh, that was some of Mom's best uh, times. She said, growing up, was going down to Boca Chica and fishing with the grand folks. They had a house out there, and they had a little uh, gravity f- feed barrel for water for the house. And mm-hmm. I've got some brass uh, field glasses, you know, and you can tell they they've been out, you know, in the salt, you know, over the years. And she said that was some of the best times she had. We always had a fishing barometer in the house. You know, Mom would do that and all that kind of good stuff. But uh, like, So are you going to come down? I, let, me look, let me look at the schedule here. August 3rd is when it starts, right? So we're looking at the weekend of about the 5th or 7th or August something? August 3rd through 7th. Oh, Lord. I'm checking my calendar right now. South Padre Island has plenty of hotels available. Mm-hmm. We've got plenty of restaurants that are fabulous and ready to serve you on South Padre Island. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like to eat. <laughs> I love to eat. And fi- and fish is pretty good. I need to put that in my diet. I, I think I'm eating a little bit too much red meat, <laughs> but I, well, I love it. You know, in my younger years, I loved sweets, and now it's like I gave up the ice cream and I like tater salad. You know, just... <laughs> 
It's horrible. I gave up one carb for another. Gave up a dessert for a side. You got to keep it balanced. Ah, tater salad's too good. <laughs> I'm sorry it is, man. It's like, what is it? I'm, you know, you reach your mid-40s and all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is candy. <laughs> Can't have sweets. I can have that. But yeah, I'd, I'd love to go down there for that. I would love. I was looking at the calendar. I might be playing somewhere, but it hasn't been confirmed yet. So I have to check with uh, the powers that be and see what's going on then. But uh, I was about to say, um, when you grew up here in McAllen, of course, you all went out to the went out there to the water and whatnot. What was uh And this is Payne Auto Talk. What was your first car? Would you drive a Chevy Cavalier? Oh wow. Not a Chevette, a Cavalier. <laughs> yeah, a 1985 Chevy Cavalier. Wow. It was gold. Oh, yeah. Shoreline gold or bullion gold, whatever it's called. Yeah, it was gold. Man, I was pimping in that car. <laughs> it was good stuff. And uh, and now what are we driving nowadays? Yeah, you know, I drive a mom car. What? Like what? Chevy Suburban. Oh, hey, I drove a Suburban. What are you talking about? That's, that's, we had two Suburbans in the family. And uh, I drive an Expedition now. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, what's your dream car? What's your dream car? Come on. You know, I'm not a car person. <laughs> the kind that pulls the boat. <laughs> um, you know, well, I don't pull the boat. Who does? My son. Trey. Put him to work, yeah. My son, Trey, in his big Raptor. Oh, yeah. Oh, those are fun. Yeah. Oh, before before yeah. that, he had his, his uh, Ford F-150. Mm-hmm. Ah, um, Blue Oval family. Ah, yeah. Yeah, his Ford F-150. That was purchased at oh. Payne. Oh, yeah. And we just, uh, you said uh, you're familiar with Mr. Joe Cantu. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we just had him on the podcast. My husband has Joe on speed dial. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. I think we're waiting on uh, replenishing inventory for a little upgrade. I gotcha. Is uh, so your son pulls the boat with his Raptor? Is your son going to get his captain's license? You know, we don't want to talk about that because we need my son to get his bachelor's degree. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Um, if it were up to Trey, he would have already <laughs> had his captain's license, and he would spend all his time on the water. Mm-hmm. And that's actually where he is right now as we speak with the, don't worry, mom, my summer classes are online and I can do it at my leisure. I'm going to go fishing this morning. <laughs> leisure at my leisure. <laughs> Indeed. Little, little do they know. Mama's got your number, Hoss. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. So, because uh, I, because you said, oh, he pulls the boat, and I'm sitting there. I had to ask. It was like, you, you know, having a family is wonderful. And it's like you birthed your own captain. It's like, hey, wait a minute, why am I doing this for the family? <laughs> well, you know why, son. Yeah, exactly. Well, and you know, for my 50th birthday last year, he custom made a fly rod for me, really? and had a really cool reel done. Happy 50th, mom! And that was in October. Ask me if I've used it. Is it on the wall, or have you used it? I haven't used it. Oh, no. Hey, Trey, <laughs> let's get the boat out. Take Mom to throw the fly rod. Yeah, Mom, I got to study. What? Exactly. What a flip-flop. Exactly. So hopefully we'll 
We'll get Captain Trey out on the water with That's mom right. soon. As we broadcast this guilt trip, young man, take, <laughs> take your mama, take your mama fishing. Give your mom not just one hug and kiss, but two. All right. And remember, if uh, if, uh, if if they land a fish, then we caught it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not me caught it. We caught it. <laughs> oh man. I can only imagine the sibling rivalry. Did your kids ever like mess with each other's lures and stuff? Oh, uh, well, you know, they they're very competitive but they're very close. Okay. Um so no pranks and stuff. No. Okay. No, not not so much of that. Um but there is the competitive nature. Um this past weekend we fished a um a charity event tournament and they were on different boats. Oh, lovely. Well, they were on different boats. And for two weeks in a row, uh, we've competed against each other, the boys and the girls. Oh, Lord. And, um, well, Megan has had a stellar weekend for two weekends and had a Texas slam. Um, But Trey and the boys came out with the hardware. Mm. But that's okay. Megan's, (laughs) we, we, we we lost (laughs) We lost that redfish. Uh, <laughs> so they compete with each other that way, but it's all in good fun. That's good. That's good. That's it's it's all in good fun. When they were little, it was who was going to hit the shower first, you know, because back oh. then we had we had we'd stay in a in a hotel and we'd have one shower for all of us. And yeah. you know, when you've been out fishing all day and you smell wonderful, yeah, and you're hot. And the first thing you want to do is jump in the pool or get in the shower. Yeah. So that, that's what they would compete for. You know, now it's who's got the bigger fish. And so it's kind of fun. Who gets the bragging rights until next week? Yeah. We got home. I think I was just in my flip floss, my swim shorts and a shirt. And dad just turned the hose on me. Stand there. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but I bet that water felt good. It might not have been. It might not have been real cold, but no, I I didn't care. Just to get that off me. I mean, usually we we go to the dock. That way, it's like, oh yeah, yeah. Dad's like, here, let's cool you off. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, yeah, it is kind of cool. And I'm sitting there going, you know, he goes, yeah, you know, just just wash off and rinse off, you know. And and mom would say, we don't want you stinking up the van or the suburban. Thanks, mom. Thanks. There's a there's a video out there somewhere. I think my uncle took it. We were down surf fishing, and it was it was kind of hot. And Mom always said, "Granddaddy said patience." You know, when it comes to fishing, Granddaddy said patience. And Dad says, "Patience, my butt. I want to kill something. Come on, we come out here to get some fish." And it was hot, and I got in the suburban, rolled the windows down a little bit, and Dad did too. And they got Dad and both of us sitting there in the front two seats, just our eyes closed, snoring, catching flies, just. <laughs> And they said, oh, and mom said something like, oh, look at the big bad anglers. Oh, look at them. You know, we're tired. Dad's like, we've been out here all day. But, you know, that's why they call it fishing fishing and not catching. catching. I know. That's going to be my tagline. I was about to say, that's a a mantra to live by. But uh, so. August 3rd through 7th. August 3rd through 7th. One day the gauntlet has been thrown. You and Christy. I got to get after it. You in know, the, in the, come we, on. In we the need tips. to get her. We need to get her back out on the water. Um, you know, Christy's Christy is such a um, adventurous person, mm. and and I have to throw a, a big shout out to Christy because she has been so successful, and um, knowing her 
and seeing her success and and everything she's done, not only for Welcome Home RGV, but for Tift um, and being part of this organization, um, it it she's a huge asset to to this tournament and anything she participates in. Um, and so, you know, I fear a little bit if I get her out fishing, she's going to excel at that too. Oh. <laughs> it makes me wonder. I wonder how many Winter Texans uh, through her organization uh, register in the Tift. Cause there's got to be there's got to yeah. be some people, you know. They probably fished back home. Well, I tell you what, the the winter visitors have participated in the TIFF tournament and volunteered for many years, um, and we sure do appreciate them. You know, because like I said, it takes a village. You've got to transport all of the stuff. You know, mm. all the merchandising and those goodie bags. Can you imagine? We got to put together like. 1500 of those suckers yeah 1500 goodie bags and you know it takes a lot of people to do that and and um we have a lot of those folks that that uh visit tropical south texas every year who participate with us and and we really appreciate them and and their volunteerism and giving giving of their time logistics win wars as it's been said absolutely so wow absolutely awesome awesome now, when y'all are out there on the boat, I know people say, you know, Chris talks a lot. It's part of my job, but it's part of who I am. And the thing is, that was a very, I had to learn a lot of self-control because, you know, mom says, you know, it's bad enough. I go fishing with your dad and he talks and now you're here. Of course, my sister talks. Mom's like, we aren't, we aren't eating tonight if y'all keep talking. Fish can hear you. They can feel your vibration through the line. I mean, mom's like, well, yeah, okay. So when y'all are out there, I know it's qu- it's probably a quiet time, but when y'all are out in the boat and you're doing your thing, what kind of tunes are playing on the on the radio? Who y'all fighting over the radio? Or is everybody kind of like the same stuff? You know, it depends on the day. Depending on the day, it could be country classics. Oh yeah. It could be Jason Aldean radio on mm. Pandora. I got you. It could be 80s rock. Oh, yeah. And if, which doesn't really happen, but if Megan happens to get a hold of the controls, it'll be Pulse radio. Is it like uh, electronic dance music? No, it's more It's it's more uh, current rock type. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I think I um, modern contemporary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not so much. So I always, <laughs> you know, if we get a hold of it, we flip it back to our to our classic country. You know, even current country is pretty good. Yeah, there's there's some stuff out there. Uh Yeah, that Parker McCollum kid. Yeah. You know, that that kind of I didn't know who he was and I heard his music. Oh, like him now. Um, you know, but it's always good classic George. It's always nice on the water. George Jones? George Strait. Okay, just curious. The king. I, I don't know. George Jones is pretty much the king, too, so yeah. could go either way. I got you. Um, so that's that's that was playing on your radio and your uh, Cavalier back in 85? You know, back in 85, I was probably playing like um, Styx or oh, Bon Jovi wow. oh, yeah. or... Uh, Something that I heard at the Alaskan or the Jet Set. <laughs> the Alaskan. 
Oh, all right. We're not going there. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yep. I've heard of that place. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you know, you know. That's right. Yeah, there's that little international border. There's all sorts of water and holes down there. The interesting times. And yeah, that's all. But that's a whole other broadcast. <laughs> but, uh,. <laughs> So, yeah, the hair metal, I dig that. I like that. I've been uh, been listening to little little tidbit, uh, little t- about the size of a Walkman. It was called a Rockman. Tom Scholz, the guitarist for Boston, developed this little headphone amp, and believe it or not, that's what they used on the Def Leppard Hysteria album. Hmm. Yeah, they just took that thing and plugged it into the console, and yeah, who knew? So, so thanks to Boston, we have a lot of hits by Def Leppard. So, if you want. If, if pour some sugar on me is something that drives you nuts, well, you can just blame the guys that did more than a feeling. So, and Mutt Lang, who's Shania's ex-husband or something like that. I don't, I don't know. Mutt Lang, he's a producer. But, uh, so the old George Jones and hair metal. Wow. Or George Strait, excuse me. Yes. The bo- old George Strait, new George Strait, anything in between George Strait, just George Strait. I gotcha. Yeah. I remember when the box set came out. I wonder how many of those things people bought. I have that. I have that in the Garth Brooks box set because you can't get Garth anywhere else. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was about to say. You can't buy him on iTunes or anything like that. Really? mm I didn't know that. Mm-mm. So you got to buy the yeah, you Yeah, so like I've got, you know, some program, something on the phone where you, it's like a a family subscription for music and you get oh, to okay. download whatever and Garth, Garth ain't on there. Mm-mm. 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 Very interesting. But George's. But oh yeah. Oh yeah. What's one I tell you what, if I was to play you a song or two, what would you want to hear? Marina Del Rey. Oh wow. George Strange. Gotta put the seagull sounds in there too. <laughs> I can do that. So Marina Del Rey. Wow. Yep. I've I've heard that one a time or two. That's a great song. Always fun. Any other George Strait you'd like to hear too? Sometimes I throw Sometimes it's one, sometimes it's two. Amarillo by Morning. Oh, Lord of Mercy. Yep, I've played that one a time or two. Yep, that's that's one that always brings them out on the dance floor. Every every honky tonk I've played in and you know, it's like nobody's dancing. All right, y'all know what to do. All of a sudden, that fiddle, all of a sudden, everybody just comes out there. And then all of a sudden, hey, play more George Strait. All of a sudden, it's like, we could just put on the box set and just kind of stand here and see if they notice, you know. But Hey, it never gets old. Oh, that's one thing. It is timeless. It is. Have you seen George Strait in concert? I have. My first George Strait concert was down here in like 1986, maybe. Oh, man. And um, That's when he was really starting to really climb. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it like wasn't a big deal. It was, it was like the Fourth of July parade or Fourth of July picnic thing the city of McAllen did, and I, I think my mom found this little box of stuff cleaning out about a year or so ago. And the, there's that little remember those pink those little uh, tickets. If you ever yeah. went to a concert down at the Virial here yeah. and stuff, you had those concert ticket stubs, mm-hmm. and and I think my mom has that one. And it was George Strait and. 
you know, like I said, 1986, maybe 87, somewhere around there. Um, and it was the 4th of July deal in, in McAllen, Texas. It was wow. the first time I've saw, I've seen, I saw George and I've seen him several times since, uh, most recently at the Houston rodeo, but it just, it never, never gets old. How much was that ticket? <laughs> Gosh, I don't even know, but it couldn't have been, you know, five bucks, yeah, 10 bucks. Exactly. Yeah, Which almighty. back then, oh, yeah. you know, that was, that was a fortune. Oh yeah. To I mean, us. I mean, I, when I was in high school, fuel was 88 cents a gallon. I'll never forget that. Yeah, I don't think you can see George for less than than two bends now. Oh, man. I I was fortunate enough to catch him down here at uh, Payne Arena, and that was something else. They even opened up. They didn't have a backdrop behind him. There was people all the way. Every seat was filled. And he turned around to those folks, and they went bananas. And yeah. rightfully so. Mm-hmm. They, hell, they were closer to him than I was. Well, that's how it is at the Houston Rodeo. You get that big stage, and then it just kind of it it rotates, and oh, yeah. so you have that big, huge NRG stadium. Oh yeah, completely full with you know a hundred thousand people or whatever it is in there, and you got the entire floor where they just had the rodeo and all of those things happen down there with those bulls and whatnot. And they put chairs down there and people are sitting there and that stage just turns. Mm-hmm. I saw Hank Jr. at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo up there. Uh, it was a spring of 90, yeah, 94. Yeah, it was something else. I mean, Sawyer Brown opened and they said, the, the Astrodome has officially run out of beer. And dad's like, what a, dad's like, what a calamity. <laughs> There's, <laughs> and my uncle's like, I, oh man, I should have gone to the, gotten in line. But yeah, Hank Jr., man. And I'm, I'll never forget that. He says, uh, he says, you know, I hope to record an album with Van Halen. And I was like, whoa, that'd be awesome. You know, of course, you know, he was, I don't know if he was just blowing smoke. Hasn't happened yet. Mm. Yeah, probably won't. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'll definitely get uh, some George straight out, some King George out for you here on Payne Auto Talk. Hey, well, you want to get you want to get real into the classics? You said George Jones. Oh yeah, he stopped loving her today. You know what? I'll tell you what. I'll do the two Georges for you. I'll do that. I saw him sing that song years ago, and I'll never forget it because he was he was about as close to me as you are right now. Wow. Yeah, pretty cool stuff. Yeah, I, I wish I could have seen him in concert. My dad saw him. He goes, I saw George Jones back when he had a flat top. I was like, <laughs> God, wait, Dad. He goes, I paid a couple of bucks to see him. He goes, dang, that was my gas money. He goes, I dang near had to push the car back home. I was like, whoa. So, yeah, well, you know, uh, my mom always got on my case. She goes, you need to learn Conway Twitty. That's what the ladies love. Uh- I'm like, oh, Lord. What did mom say? She goes, I said, yeah, I heard Conway, you know, that song, uh, what was it? I can tell you've never been this far before. And then mom says, oh, son, that was so scandalous back then. <laughs> oh, that was scandalous. It's like, okay. But yeah, I'll get that. I'll get the, the two Georges out. Well, I'll be doing that for you. All right. Appreciate it. You got it. Okay, Melissa, we don't own the rights to this song, but Mr. George Strait sure does. Here we go. We said goodbye in Marina Del Rey 
We don't own the rights to this song, but Mr. George Jones does. He said, I'll love you till I die. She told him you'll forget in time. As the years went slowly by, she still preyed upon his mind. He kept her picture on his wall Went half crazy now and then He still loved her through it all Hoping she'd come back again Kept some letters by his bed Dated 1962 He had underlined in red Every single I love you I went to see him just today Oh, but I didn't see no tears 
dressed up to go away First time I'd seen him smile in years He stopped loving her today They placed a wreath upon his door And soon they'll carry him away He stopped loving her today You know, she came to see him one last time Oh, and we all wondered if she would And it kept running through my mind This time, he's over her for good He stopped loving her today They placed a wreath upon his door And soon they'll carry him away He stopped loving her today And soon they'll carry him away He stopped loving her today. Well, that brings us up to an end, an unfortunate end, but all good things must end of this edition of Pain Auto Talk with Melissa Micklick. Thank you very much for joining us and t- talking to us about Texas International Fishing Tournament. Also, uh, all the crazy things that <laughs> with family life out in the salt and elsewhere. And uh, do you have anything you want to say in closing, ma'am? Well, I'm just looking forward to seeing everybody at South Padre Island, August 3rd through 7th, for the Texas International Fishing Tournament, celebrating 82nd year of the tournament. Um Hope to see everybody there. Tift.org. Awesome. If you want to sponsor, if you want to register, if you want to volunteer, hit us up there. Uh, contact info is also tift.org. And we look forward to seeing everybody out there. And Chris, thanks so much. We well, appreciate you and we appreciate pain very much. Well, we do appreciate y'all. And uh, once again, uh, the crazy fish will be out there. Austin Payne and crew will be doing their thing. They, they better be. And boss man, if you need somebody to keep the ice cubes cold, I, I, I volunteer. I volunteer. <laughs> so once again, I'm Chris Marshall of the Payne Street Team with the lovely Melissa Micklick here. And this has been another edition of Payne Auto Talk, brought to you by Payne Auto Group Valleywide and PayneAutoGroup.com, where we have what you want. Lo que tu quieres, regardless, and we are gone.